Hi, my name is Jonas from Danier Accounting and in this podcast I will try and describe which services that we can offer the larger clients. You might already have seen the podcast in here for smaller clients and this one will focus on the other type of clients we also service. So the difference between the small and the big clients are mainly the amount of services that we provide. They tend to be much more complex. First of all, the majority of the large clients have audit every year. So it means that they have an external auditor in addition to the normal accounting. So that's something that we assist with when the year is done. We help preparing the balance for audit. We also collect the documentation needed and we are also normally responsible for all the communication between the client and the auditor when we are doing this preparation. Different auditors has, have different requirements and some of them are very strict in terms of documentation. Some of them are, are more relaxed about it. So normally we initiate the preparation with a meeting, typically just a phone meeting with the auditor and try and define which task that we are responsible for and which task that the auditor is responsible for. And then based upon that, we start preparing the annual report documentation. In average, it takes uh, between 10 to 20 hours per year to prepare for audit. So that's a cost that we add to the service we provide to our client. Some of the larger clients doesn't have audit. The rules in Denmark is that audit is not anymore a obligation it's something that you can actually choose if you want or not depending on some criterias based upon the size of your business measured in sales also the balance sum so that's the total sum of your assets and also the amount of employees that you have had during the the calendar year so if you're within these legal requirements you can always send me an email if you're not sure what requirements there is then i can help you to find out if you actually need to be audited if you don't need an audit, we can offer you to do the annual report. We can also offer you to do the tax declaration every year. And we can do this if you are the sole owner of, for instance, a limited liability company, but also if there is several owners, or maybe even if you have a structure with one or more holding companies that owns the company that we are doing their accounting for. So, so that's something we can offer if there's no audit. If you have an audit, then you need to have an external auditor and then we will prepare the documentation like I started talking about here. In addition to this, we can also help you with updating the public registry of owners. In Denmark, we have a registry where all the owners need to be put in. It's like an online registry. Everybody can access it and look at it. It's not very complicated, but I just want to mention that that's a task we can do. Uh, we also assist with the protocols after you have had a shareholder meeting if you want us to it's also something that an auditor typically could assist with but we're able to help you with that in addition to this we have all the normal tasks um, one of them of course is the VAT most larger companies they declare their VAT every three months some have every month if they have a huge sale so the declaration of the VAT is something that we are responsible for we declare the VAT either if you need to claim a refund or if you need to pay the VAT. And if we are paying bills, I'll talk more about that later. If we are paying the bills, then we also enter the VAT into the net bank for payment. And depending on the agreement we have with you, either you need to authorize the payment first or we can authorize 
We normally prefer the first option where the client authorizes the payments that we have created in the internet banking system. So that was the VAT. The VAT naturally comes as a result of all the accounting we have done. And on a large client, the accounting normally consists of, uh, yeah, it's more or less the same thing on, on clients. So we have, of course, booking of all the supplier invoices. So that's the invoices we get on a daily basis from the client. Most of our clients, they prefer having a scanning solution. So when they receive an invoice from a supplier, they normally receive it via email as a PDF. And then we have a system where they just press forward and they send this invoice into the accounting system. And just after it's been sent and we have access to see it and we can book it in our end. So we don't have to come by your office to collect the invoices all the time. It's enough that you can forward them to us on an email. If your supplier don't send invoices with email, for instance, uh, maybe they send it by post, then we normally agree on some weekly schedule where our client scans all the invoices and sends them in PDF to us so we can book them. We very seldom offer a service where we drive to the client. It's simply too time consuming and too expensive today in 2016. So scanning solutions are what people prefer today, at least our clients. When we book these supplier invoices, we also book all the data related to the payment. So that means that we collect and book the data on your suppliers, meaning the bank accounts, the due date of the invoice, naturally the amount. Also, if they have some payment ID they prefer that you use when you pay the bills, everything we register into the accounting system. And then later on, I'll describe what we do when we pay bills, but all this information we use when we also do the payments for, for clients. So it's something that you don't have to spend time on if you decide to use the service that we offer. In addition to the supplier invoices, we also have booking of all the small receipts. The receipts, of course, are all the small, small ones you collect if you are, let's say, on a gas station, you put gas on your car, or if you go to a bookstore and buy some pens or whatever, then you get these small receipts. It's not really an invoice. We don't need to transfer it via net bank because it's already been paid either in cash or by a credit card. All these we also book. The way we get these is that uh, the clients either take a photo, if they have a smartphone or an iPhone, they can take a picture of the receipt and then they can email that picture to the accounting system in JPEG. It's just a normal picture format called JPEG. In addition to this, we also reconcile the bank account and we can handle as many banks as you have. We can also handle forex bank accounts like foreign exchange accounts and when we reconcile the banks we also make sure to match the sales invoices with payments from your clients and we also match of course the supplier invoices with the payments you have done so we're able to print a statement on both your customers but also on your suppliers at any given time if you have any cash Let's say you have a shop and there is a daily cash report. That's also something that we can reconcile. Um, we can also help you with the cash report, but you will need to have an employee that counts the cash in your shop at the time of closure every day. If you do that, then we can help you write the cash report itself, which is a legal requirement in Denmark, by the way. So that's just something I wanted to add. In terms of the time needed, 
naturally many clients ask how much time we need to book well it's always complicated to ask uh, sorry to answer but um, normally we say depending on the system you use if you use economic for instance a good thumb rule is that you can say if you have one invoice then take from five to six minutes per invoice and one minute per transaction on the bank and then just multiply that so it fits the amount of invoices and bank transactions you have then it's more or less the time needed of course it's not precise sometimes it's more time sometimes we need less but as a, as a general rule that you, you can use that the next thing is um, after we've booked the invoices then you naturally will be sitting in the other end and you probably would like to know how if let's say it's a month we booked a month then you probably would like to know how that month was if you made any money or if you had a, a deficit it's different what clients prefer some clients are really good at locking into the system and and just drawing the balances they need but other clients need some kind of assistance going through the balance so we actually prefer on the larger clients to have a monthly re review together we don't need to like spend a lot of time on it. We normally do it by telephone or we set up a Skype meeting where we can share the screen. And then we just look at the balance together, account from account. Uh, we agree on if there's anything um, that needs to be changed or if the client has any preferences that we were not aware of, then it's always nice to have a talk about it and then make sure we have some procedures described for, for what the client actually requires. Like I said, we do this normally once a month. It could also be every quarter. Some clients don't even want it, so it's I mean it's up to the client, but it is a good idea to have because it makes it possible to avoid any misunderstandings and also if there is any mistakes done, I mean accountants are humans, they make mistakes like everybody else, then it's a very good way to find these mistakes and then agree on how the accountant should book that later on. I normally do these review myself, so we have an accountant booking and then I come in and do the review um, and after that I speak with the client and we go through it together so that's how we do it normally. The time that we spend on this is anywhere between two to three hours per month and that's, um, that's a very good investment I think. In addition to all this accounting and the reviewing then of course there are the payrolls and we offer to do the payrolls either in Blue Garden or in Danlund, that's the two most popular systems in Denmark. Depending on how you have structured your employees and, and all your payrolls, then of course we need to have some kind of a calculation on the salaries. If you have fixed salaries, it's naturally quite easy, but some clients have hourly paid employees, so there can be different things. So we have to have a discussion at least on how do we, how do we get or how do we calculate the gross salaries. And also we need to agree on how to calculate, for instance, holidays, how to keep track of holidays, how to keep track of sickness, etc. So it's not very time consuming to do salaries. Normally I would say anywhere from one to two hours per month if you have five to ten employees. So something in that level. I mentioned very briefly the holiday accounting. That's something we also can offer. You should have like a at least an Excel sheet or something where you have all your employees listed and so that you always can document how many days of holiday they have left and how many they have used. It's something we can help you with to keep track of. So that's a nice little thing also. 
In addition to this, if you have any employees that has been sick, or even you might have some kind of a, a refund agreement with the local city hall, uh, it's called Lønrefusion, some companies has that where they get a refund um, of the salary. Typically, if it, they hire, for instance, a refugee or if they hire somebody that um, is not able to work at 100% efficiency. So these refunds is something that we can handle also for you. You need naturally to have some employment contracts on all your employees. We are not a lawyer office here, of course, so we don't sit and do all the legal aspects for it. But we do have access to a lot of templates and some of these templates are for your employees. So should you need any employment contracts, it's something that we can provide you with. It's not a big thing, it's just a template, but just want to mention it. Another task that we solve, not for all the clients, but for, for a lot of the clients, is the sales invoicing. Naturally, sales invoicing is something that needs to be discussed if it's something you want. Sometimes it actually, it's actually not a good idea to have us do it. If your sales invoices are very complex, then it could take you more time to describe to us what you need to have invoiced than just doing it on your own. Again, it depends on the size of your company. If you have a lot of employees, I don't expect that you are sitting there doing the sales invoicing, then naturally we need to figure out a way how to communicate what needs to be invoiced to us. A good way to do that is having the current employee that does the sales invoicing conduct a normal invoicing. It could be, I don't know how many hours you spend on it, two, three, four, five hours or whatever. But when you do that the next time, just make a video of how you actually do the sales invoicing. How is it calculated? How is the gross amount calculated? Um, it could be that you have some time registration system or something else that documents what you need to invoice the clients. Making a video is just excellent for us because it gives us everything we need to do the sales invoicing. If you're not able to make a video, it's something that we could do if we share a screen that we could do a recording and we could ask the questions needed. You can also just write down an instruction for us, but of course it has to be very clear to avoid any mistakes. If you use economic, we were able to make all the invoices as templates so that you have an option of approving them before we send them to the clients, which is normally a good idea, especially in the beginning. Uh, until we are 100% sure that we understand how to calculate the sales invoices. On a typical client, we spend between two to four hours invoicing. Naturally, it depends on how many invoices you have, but averagely two to four hours. If you use economic, there is also a function for subscription clients. Some of our customers sell services that is good for a subscription basis, so they're typically invoicing the same amount every month. And at least you should be aware that there is a great functionality inside Economic that enables you to invoice your clients automatically. If you only have 10 or 20 clients, it doesn't really matter. But if you have 100 or 200, you save a lot of time using this feature. So it's just called subscriptions. In addition to the invoicing, we can also assist you with sending reminders to clients when they're late with payments. We can also send normal statements could be on a weekly basis or a monthly basis, depending on what, what you want us to do. When we send the reminders, we also are able to add, of course, interest and a fee for sending these reminders. It could be a good idea if you send a lot of reminders. At least it could help you pay our bill for the time that we spend on it. Um, so that's at least something. 
In addition to the reminders, we're also able to handle projects. And again, it's mainly economic. I mean, the other accounting programs like Dinero and Billy's Billing, they don't really have project features. So I'll just make it clear that it's primarily for economic clients. If you work on your clients in a project environment, then when we book your supplier invoices, we are able to pin them to a specific project and also make sure that when you invoice your client on the individual project that all these costs will be added to the project. It could also be hours that you spend. You're able to set a price per hour and then when you invoice your client in the project module, you're going to get an invoice that contains all the costs and the hours that you have spent. So that was uh, in relation to projects. When we talk about getting money from clients, then it's nice to know if you're not familiar with it, that there is an automatic payment system called supplier service. Like in Danish, it's called leverandeur service. And this enables you as a supplier to withdraw money straight from your client's bank account. It could be weekly, every two weeks, every month or whatever you have agreed. Your client basically gives you a permission to withdraw the money and then you have a system, it's something you need to purchase, it's not very expensive and then it needs to be operated of course by an accountant and after we have made the sales invoicing then we are able to order these payments from your clients which is a really really nice feature especially if your clients are lazy in getting the payments done. It's something that really can help the cash flow. So it's called Livrandeur service and it can be done every week, every two weeks, every month, whatever your clients have in payment terms. In addition to this, some clients have uh, budgeting. It could be either a budget for themselves or maybe they have a board of management or some investors that needs to keep track on the budgets. I wouldn't say it's a lot of clients that actually has budgets where we're involved in it. I mean, I'm sure everybody has their own budget they sit and follow, but a few clients wants to our help to do, for instance, the cash flow budgets, because we can see in economic when bills are being paid. So that's something we do normally, actually it's a monthly, on a monthly basis. So if you are sitting with a budget and you need help with putting in some numbers, for instance, for when you have to pay large bills or VAT, then that's something we can help you with. There is an excellent program called um, budget one through three, or is it one, two, three budget that I actually forgot, but it's a, an app inside economic that exports the numbers from economic into the budget program. So that's something you could look into if you want to automate some, automate some of this uh, budget work you have. In addition to this, there is also, and this relates mainly to the communication with the tax office and the government. We have in Denmark something called an e-box. You might have heard about it if you're already running your business. Well, you should have at least. Because inside e-box, you will see all the letters from the government and from the tax office. They don't send anymore any letters with the normal post. So all the letters are inside e-box. If you're not familiar with e-box, you should create one right away. Because inside here, you will see a lot of letters from the tax office and from the government. It could be anything from tax declarations to reminders, etc. So it's something you need to have. When you have access, there is a way where you can give us a proxy for it so that we can do it. For instance, every week we can go in and check if there's any mail or anything we need to react on. So this relates, of course, to eBox. The next thing I would like to mention is payment of bills. 
we do have access to pay bills for you. It could be something you're doing today. And if you're fine with that, then peace be with that. If it's something that you want to delegate, then we need to have access to your internet banking system. You need to check with your bank that you're able to import payments from a financial system. Not every bank has that feature. The reason for that is that we save a lot of time on it because we can take the information that we entered in economic. When we book the invoices, we can export that from economic and import that straight into your internet banking system. So it saves a lot of time and also eliminates a lot of risk for mistakes since we get everything automatically. So check your bank if they're able to import payment files and they just come in a comma-separated file, like a CSV file. So you can just ask the bank if you're able to import CSV files in the payment module. When we export payments from economic uh, and prepare them for you, normally it takes one to two hours. So it's actually not a big task. We do that weekly on most of the clients. If you want us to, and if it's needed, then we're also able to contact suppliers directly. Let's say that we have booked something on a supplier and there's some invoices missing, then probably today you would pick up the phone or send them an email. If you don't want to sit with that task, it's something we can do also, contacting all the suppliers directly. In addition to all these things, there is the ongoing checking of the booking. Normally when you hire an accountant from us, naturally you get the accountant either full-time or part-time, daily, weekly, all the time, all depending on the agreement we make. And the quality of the work we do is high naturally. That's how we run our business. But everybody makes mistakes in this world, also accountants. So we do recommend that we add some controlling. Every accounting division has a controlling function in this world um, and you should also have that some clients don't want to spend money on it but if you ask me it's not a very good idea we definitely recommend that we take normally we take 10% of the time that you have an accountant booking then we take 10% of that time for controlling checking and it's something that we do actually I normally do the checking or we I have a colleague that can also do that but it's not an accounting function, it is an actual controlling function where we try to eliminate mistakes, identify problems, etc. And those money you spend on that is a very, very good investment, if you ask me, especially in the beginning. It's not always mistakes related to uh, you know, amounts of VAT or something, but it could be like general things, things that can be done smarter. Um, things that we need to change in, in order to meet the audit requirements, stuff like that. Not every client is able to do that and also not every client is able to find mistakes. So if you don't have a controlling function, in my opinion, it's just a really bad idea, especially if mistakes are done. I mean, you will probably not find them unless you're good in looking at general ledger cards and if you know what to look for. So controlling is something that I definitely recommend. The hours we spend on it, like I said, normally 10% of the time. So it means, let's say, if you have a full-time employee working 160 hours, then we would spend 16 hours checking, which equals around four hours per week. If you only have a part-time employee, it's still around 10% of the time. So if you have 10 hours per month, then we would spend one hour, etc., per month for the checking. It's a really good idea. So that I would definitely recommend.
When we start booking, many times there is a requirement to look at the old bookings. Um, a lot of the clients that comes to us comes because they were not satisfied with the previous accounts and maybe they're worried that some mistakes were done. Maybe they already found mistakes and we can actually go through the old accounting if you want. Um, we charge that separately and it's normally difficult for me to answer exactly how much time we spend on it because I don't really know how many mistakes we will find. But if you have this as a, requir a requirement, just let me know how many bank transactions there were and also how many invoices that we need to look at. Then I'm able to calculate, not precisely, but give you a, a, a fair estimate on, on the cost for this. So this was um, the things that I wanted to mention. There is, of course, um, when you enter into an agreement with us, all the things written with small letters, as we say. Um, things like this is that when we enter into an agreement with you, then when we start working for you, you will be invoiced what equals one month of service as a deposit. So that's something you pay prior to us starting. We invoice you every month and we do that in advance. So in the beginning you would receive an invoice for a deposit and you would also receive an invoice for the service for the coming month. There is a termination period. That termination period normally is three months to the end of a calendar month. So let's say that you would venture into a corporation with us on, let's say, the 1st of September. Well, if during that month of September, let's say you're not happy, you want to get out of the contract or something changed, then the agreement would run for the whole month of September. And then it would actually run three months. So it would run in October, November and December. So you would be able to get out of the contract on December 31st. When we work um, and when we agree on a fixed amount of hours per month, then there are these normal things that happens to everyone. There's holidays, for instance, that can be illness, um, that can be these public holidays, etc. And all these things are included in the hours because if an employee, for instance, is sick or if there is a holiday, it's not like there's going to be less bank transactions or less invoices to book. We're just going to do some overtime when the employee is back again. So we agree on a fixed amount of hours. You pay for that every month on a fixed flat fee rate, so to say, unless, of course, we have agreed on a, a variable invoicing, but most clients are fixed. And every time there is holiday, illness, etc., you still pay the same. So it's not like we go in and give you a discount if an employee has a day of holiday, for instance, because the person will just have to work some extra hours when they come back. We normally regulate the prices once a year. We do that in January. Historically, you should expect around 5 to 10%. The reason for that is that we, of course, need to keep increasing the salaries for the employees to keep them working for us. So normally, I would say 10% is realistic. If we increase the price more, then it's not related to like the general index increase, but then it's related to something else. Maybe you have a need for more hours. It could also be that you have a need for less hours, and then we need to talk about that and regulate the agreement, of course. So that was kind of what I wanted to describe uh, relating to the services for the larger clients. If you have any questions, maybe we have some services that I didn't talk about then feel free to send me an email. 
and my email address is Jonas, so that's J-O-N-A-S, Jonas at daniaaccounting.com. So I'll just say it again, Jonas at daniaaccounting.com. You're also welcome to give us a call. Our telephone number is plus 45, that's the Danish country code. And then it's 70, 27, 27, 13. We're always happy to hear from you. So that was everything I wanted to say today. Thank you for listening and we hope to hear from you. Bye.